Shalom and welcome to Torah to the People, a podcast from Temple Israel in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Rabbi Micah Greenstein. We hope you enjoy this selection of our sermons, classes, and conversations with inspiring people from across the Bluff City and around the world. Ross, welcome to West Tennessee. Jeannie and I discovered that it takes roughly three hours plus a pit stop between here to get to Nashville. But we are much more impressed and much more grateful and much more to give thanks for that it took you slightly under three decades to make the trip from your birth in Nashville to the Vima of Temple Israel. But how enriched we are. I confess that I had written more on my little card, but I want to note, if ever a rabbi introduced himself to a congregation in a way that touches not only intellect, not only learning, not only commitment, but soul, tonight you have done that. You have invited us to sing with you and to hear your heart. We know that in that journey from Nashville to Memphis of three decades minus one, in that journey, it is the rabbi you have become, the Jew that you have become, the person that you have become that we celebrate tonight. And we celebrate because you are part of us. You grew up in a rich, historic tradition of the temple in Nashville your family being multiple generation members and leaders. You went on, as you know, to DC, then to Jerusalem, then to Cincinnati, then to LA, and your senior rabbi from LA, Denise, told me yesterday, Denise Hager, to give you a hug. But in all the way that you have traveled this journey, you have clearly reinforced, recommitted, become even more deeply involved and a believer in Judaism as a way of living and community as a way to live it. So we welcome you to what we believe is a great community, eager for more Torah, more soul, and we are grateful that you become part of our congregation. As the years go by, I'm sure that you and we will look back on this night and we will say with the psalmist, Zehayom Adonai Nagila This is the day which God has made, and we know now that we rejoice, but we'll know it even more day to day to come. Yasha Koach on your past, Mazaltov on your present. Rav Levy, Rabbi Ross, dear colleague and new friend whose niece is going to land on your lap in a minute. So much of our Jewish journeys, whether as rabbis or not, is about creating memories. Memories of 
connection and inspiration, moments, milestones, simchas like tonight for sure, and also moments of surviving sorrows and surmounting challenges with the nourishment and support of a loving community like Temple Israel surrounding you like a hug right now. On this Shabbat Eve, celebrating the launch of your tenure at this jewel of a synagogue, we all serve as one. I can't wait to create memories together, just as you did so beautifully and seamlessly at Kol Ami in LA. When we return here next Shabbat on Rosh Hashanah Eve, we'll say Lashana Tova. But as your rabbinic roommate in Israel and all of us who lived in Israel surrounded by so many beautiful Sephardic Jews from around the world, I wanna close my brief words with the Sephardic New Year's wish. Not Lashana Tova, but the Sephardic wish encapsulates my personal wish for you. Shatizku l'shanim rabot, the Sephardim say. May you merit and live to enjoy many years in this family of families, years of joy and health, years of fulfillment and blessing. And let us all say, Amen. Amen. Rabbi Ross, as we stand, I stand, you're sitting, but as we're here together tonight, I can't help but think back to the beginning of our journey and how much we have grown together. Back to when I first heard that I was going to be in a rabbinical school class with a close friend of so many Memphians from BBYO, when I realized that not only were you a fun guy to have a beverage with or to go on a hike with, but that you are brilliant, that you are a serious scholar, that you're a thoughtful and very loyal friend. I think about that next summer when we worked together at Jacob's camp, helping to shape the Jewish identity of the next generation of Southern Jews. The many years of pulpits and classes in between when we could text or call about a question of Torah or of Tennessee. But most of all, standing on this bima in front of these Sifrei Torah, these Torah scrolls, I think back to a very special moment in our first couple of weeks together when we stood as a class, Jason, you were there too, of course, on a hill overlooking Mount Zion and the old city of Jerusalem. We were guided there by Rabbi Greenstein's dear friend and classmate, Rabbi Aaron Pinkin, Zichornoli Rahame, his memory always be a blessing who passed around a Torah scroll to each one of us. And looking out over that mountain, he told us that while our rabbinates were just beginning, someday each one of us would go out into, into the world and fulfill those words from the prophet Isaiah, which we sing each time we remove a Torah from the ark. Ki nitzion Torah udavar Adonai the Torah shall go forth, shall emanate from Zion, and the word of God from Jerusalem. And I feel so blessed, and this temple family is so blessed, that your path, Ross, from Zion, from Jerusalem, to Cincinnati, to Los Angeles, has led you here. To share your warmth, to share your wisdom, 
and your Torah with each one of us. And this is a storied community, a community full of laughter and life. And each of our rabbis, each rabbi that serves this place stands on the shoulders of giants. To serve here is a tremendous honor and also a tremendous responsibility. And I am honored to serve alongside you. Welcome to Temple Israel. Rabbi Ross Levy, I'd like to invite you up to join the other temple rabbis on the bima so that we may offer you a blessing. Please arise. Ross, it's our honor, the three of us, representing all the tradition of this congregation, to ask for you the same blessing that you have and will so often ask for others. When Moses asked the priest, asked God, and the priest asked, how shall we bless the children of Israel? God gave them, according to the Torah, these words. And the three of us pray for you and with you and from all the congregation, these words. May God bless you, may God keep you, may God protect you. Ross, before I offer the second line you know, Rabbi Danziger refers to this benediction as the best blessing our people knows. And besides God, the only word repeated in the blessing is the word face in this line I'm about to offer. We ask for God's face to shine upon you and then to lift up God's face to us. But does God have a face? You're a philosophy major, you know. That's the question a child asked me during my first year in Memphis and one which they don't address very well in rabbinical school. Clearly, when the Bible uses those terms, as I'm about to say these words, it's using physical terms to describe the unphysical. So what do we mean by a face, whether God's or yours or mine? Interestingly, the Hebrew word for face, panim, is always in the plural. Faces always come in pairs. Because to see you, to see another person is to understand what it means to see the face of God. Ya'er Adonai Panav Elecha Vichuneka. May your face be filled with chain, God's grace, as you encounter the many faces and souls you will touch throughout Memphis as our rabbi, Kenya Hiratsun. the end of our closing benediction, which as our rabbis have said, you will bless so many people, many of you at special moments in your life with. Isa Adonai Panav Elecha, Yisim Lecha Shalom. May you be lifted up, Ross, by the nitzotzots, the sparks of holiness, the sparks of divinity, the sparks of light within each person you meet and serve here at Temple. And may the light that you bring, the special soul, the special Torah, 
that each one of us is so blessed to learn from. May that shine on in each person you teach. May God grant you God's most precious gift, the gift of shalom, the gift of peace. Together we can say, Amen. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. My Bar Mitzvah Torah portion is Parshat Mitzavim Vayelech. Just kidding. <laughs> Wrong speech. It is very hard to follow my esteemed colleagues and all these wonderful things and hopes and prayers that are being bestowed upon me. When I was seeking to find some words, um, which, believe it or not, can be difficult for rabbis at times, um, when I was seeking words to describe my feelings being here tonight for this formal installation and for this really, really this opportunity for everyone at Temple Israel to celebrate this next chapter and its long and storied history, I did what I've become accustomed to do that Rabbi Dreyfus and I have done actually during some of our meetings, which is walk around and really take in this wonderful campus, this wonderful building that we are so blessed to have. And there are a series of banners just outside of the sanctuary here in the atrium that read, Ashrenu matov chalkenu imanaim goralenu umayafa yerushatenu. Not exactly the most common verse or text that you might see. And we, as rabbis, as clergy folks, as many Jewish educators that are here with us tonight, um, we all might share in the same illness or the same bug that when we see a text, we have to go find where it comes from. And I looked and I looked, and eventually I did find it. And it, is, it comes from... Actually, the beginning of the preparatory prayers during a morning service, right on the cusp of uh, the Korbanot section, which described the sacrifices performed in the ancient temple. And these words mean, Ashrenu, we are fortunate, we are happy, we are joyous, we are content. Matov chelkenu, how good is our portion. Umanaim goralenu, how pleasant is our destiny. How beautiful is our heritage. So there are three words that are included in this text. Each of them sort of synonyms. First you have chelek for chelkenu, which means to assign or to allot, meaning an allotment or a portion, something that is given to you. Then you have goral, which Similar means a portion, or can also mean a fortune. And the original meaning was likely a small stone, a pebble, or a small stone using for used for casting lots. And it is related to the ancient Greek koralion, which is the origin of where we get the word coral. 
thought that was an interesting fun fact to share. And then Yerusha. This is a, very, a little bit more of a weighty word. It really means inheritance. It, it's used in its original context to mean the inheritance given to a child after the death of their parent. And when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to share tonight, Rabbi Greenstein so wisely asked me, how are you feeling about being here and about being able to celebrate this special moment? And rather than use my own words to describe what is really a welling of gratitude within myself, I figured these words were better than any I could put together. Ashri matov chelki. I am so happy and so very fortunate to have been allotted but a small piece, a small portion of the long and amazing legacy of this community and this congregation. Umanaim Gorali, how wonderful it is to have the opportunity to contribute even just a small pebble, a small stone to the grand edifice that is Congregation B'nai Israel and Temple Israel here in Memphis, Tennessee. Umayafa Yerushati or Umayafa Yerushatenu. How beautiful is the heritage shaped by nearly 170 years of this congregation with its rich legacy as a center of goodness, kindness, and justice in Memphis and in the larger Jewish community. This is truly a beautiful Yerusha, a beautiful inheritance that is not just mine or the possession of any member of our clergy team or any member of the staff, but in fact, it is all of ours. To seize, to cherish, and to shape long, long into the future. I want to conclude with another note of gratitude. First, I want to express my thank you and sincere appreciation to the search committee um, for placing their trust in me, as well as the uh, board of trustees here at Temple Israel and uh, the lay leadership for all of the trust and the faith you have put in me. I want to thank the clergy team with whom I've had the share of, uh, the privilege of sharing the Bema with tonight, um, our distinguished rabbis, our rabbi emeritus, as well as our one wonderful, I can't see that. There she is. <laughs> Our wonderful cantorial music director. And I want to thank the temple staff who has welcomed me so warmly, um, has been non-judgmental in answering all my questions and helping to show me around, uh, even when I can't find the things I might need. And of course, I want to thank my friends and my family, family many of whom are here, who traveled a long way to be here. Thank you all so much for being here. It means the world to me and have really been with me every step of this journey um, of the many years it took for me to make my way 200 miles down the road. <laughs> of course, I want to thank my parents and my sisters and my brother-in-law and my wonderful nieces for all of their support and the happiness they bring me. Um, on a moment like this, my dad actually sent me a text earlier this afternoon um, reminding me of my grandparents, Alehama Shalom, Barbara and Murray Akko, as well as Annette and Ralph Levy and Reuben Ratkin, um, 
all of whom have played a pivotal, pivotal role in shaping the Jew and uh, eventually the rabbi was to become. It was their love of Judaism, their love of community, uh, and their love of this tradition that we all have a share in that was a major factor in bringing me to this moment. And last but most importantly, I want to thank all of you, all of you joining us here in the Greenstein Sanctuary, all of you joining us uh, from at home, on your couches, wherever you may be, or from all over the country. Thank you for the faith you've placed in me, for entrusting me with this most sacred responsibility of being your rabbi. And it is the deepest and greatest honor I could ever hope for. Thank you so much. Shabbat shalom.